0: Every summer, my family and I would pack the car and drive down to Oklahoma to visit friends and spend time on the lake. Along the three-hour drive, we'd pass dozens of roadside antique malls. These antique malls are made of empty lots, warehouses, and even barns, anything to house decades' worth of memories. Walking through one of these malls, it can be easy to feel lost. The long, expanding hallways are filled to the brim with items that some people would call junk, while others would pay top dollar for it. Whether it's a hoarding addiction or a profound sense of nostalgia, the people who run these places are devoted to digging up the past. The owners are just as obscure as their collections, and the only reason I know any of this is because last fall, I received a voicemail from one of them. Hi, you've reached Corbin Eaton. I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave a message, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, this, this is Leo Russet over at PGA off of um, Thirty Seven. Uh, can you give me a call back? I saw your ad. Uh, my number is five. 55- that's
0: the voice of Leonardo Russett. In the fall of 2019, I was facing my college graduation. I was looking for more ways to make money as a filmmaker and posted some ads on Facebook offering my services. And that's how I met Leo. Hello, uh, Leonardo.
1: Yeah, um, this, is, this is Leo. Uh, who am I speaking
2: to? Uh, This is Corbin Eaton. uh, You had called in response to my ad?
0: Leo owns PGA Mall in Purdy, Missouri. Admittedly, I thought it was a prank call at first, but Purdy is an actual town. It should also be noted that PGA stands for Purdy Good Antiques.
1: Well, uh, I've owned PGA for, that's that's Pretty Good Antiques, um, for about 25 years now. And we're right off of the 37 Highway, so folks that are heading down to the Ozarks, they're bound to find us. And now we get... Buckloads of customers, but they're all older folk. You know, we've been trying to attract younger people, but they're not too into antiques, uh, as you may know. But So I saw your ad and I thought, well, shit, that's that's how we're going to do it. So, you know, there's lots of younger kids who, who like vinyls and stuff like that, and we got buckloads of vinyls. So I figured with your help, we could sort of attract some of these younger folks, you know, if you're willing.
0: The first thing I learned about Leo is that he loves to talk.
1: Now, you see, the difference between bass fishing and catfishing is catfishing typically is going to... But the second and
0: more important fact I learned is that PGA is the proud owner of Sammy Davis Jr.'s glass eye. I wish I was making this up.
1: So we've had the Davis eye for about 20-odd years, and I knew an antiquer who bought it at an auction in New York City.
2: Uh, So you bought the eye off of him.
1: I won the sucker off him. Uh, You won it? Uh, Yes, sir. (laughs) Off a bet.
2: Well, what was the bet?
1: See, it was um 2004, I believe. And, yeah, you know, the Red Sox and Yankees were in the American League Championship. Sox were down 3-0 in the series. Now, I ain't never turned down a good bet. And, hell, Big Poppy knew his way around a bat. So when I saw Shillin pitch through that bloody sock, I already knew it was over. That damn sock got me that eye.
0: As production for the radio ad went underway, Leo's gung-ho attitude took over. It took a week to produce his 30-second commercial, and during that time, I received 17 calls from Leo.
1: Hey, it's Leo. Just uh, wondering when I'm going to hear from you again about the commercial. I got loads, loads of ideas. I I heard this one commercial for this furniture store that... Hey, yeah, uh, this is Leo. I've been thinking about the ad, and I thought, you know, well, give me a call e- back. Hey, uh, it's kind of like Leo blood. again. Hey, uh, I came
2: uh, up it's with Leo here. Leo. Uh, was I, was
0: I had an idea for, the for, the for the In my seven years of experience working as a freelance filmmaker, I never worked with someone quite like Leo. At times, I thought this was all a joke to him and wondered if I'd even get paid. But as the week went on, I started to realize maybe he just needed a friend.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's Leo. Uh, just calling to see how your Sunday's going. Um, daycare. Uh,
0: t- it was a bittersweet ending of sorts when I finally completed his radio ad. But after that voicemail, that was the last I ever heard from him. Until two weeks later.
2: It's stolen. Uh, what's going on, Leo? Uh, I've been trying to reach you. H- have you sent the check yet? Damn it!
1: Somebody stole it. The check? No!
0: What was stolen? The Davis Eye! I'm Corbin Eaton, and this is A Pretty Good Story.
1: Uh, my name is Leo Russett, and I'm the proud owner of Pretty Good Antiques, of 37. Now, unfortunately, one of our most prized possessions has gone missing. If you or anyone you know has any information regarding our beloved Sammy Davis Jr. Item, please. How you doing, Corbin?
2: I'm doing well, thank you. How's everything at the store?
1: Not too good. I, I was listening to the second advertisement you made for us, and I, I was thinking... You know, you ought to video some of this stuff too. You know, people see my face, then they realize who they're stealing from.
2: Uh, You think somebody stole it?
1: I I know somebody stole it. Now, only five people got access to that their case, and I'm one of them. doesn't take a math magician to figure it out.
2: Well, who are the other four? Pretty good antiques, this is
3: Rita.
0: Hi, Rita. Rita is the manager of PGA and has been ever since Leo expanded the warehouse in 2007.
3: You're doing what now?
2: Uh, I'm recording a podcast, just trying to help Leo figure out what happened.
3: Should have been told I was going to be on TV. I would have gussied up a tad more.
2: Oh, you're fine. This will all be audio anyway. What? Uh, It's a podcast.
3: Now, what's that?
0: After a brief explanation of what it was I was doing, Rita seemed to open up.
3: Yes, sir. I was in the store the day we found it was gone.
2: Oh, we? Uh, you and Leo?
3: No, Leo was out down in Branson for the weekend. Anus found it empty.
2: Uh, do you know how I could reach Ennis? just to ask him about the eye and what...
3: Anus, phone for you! Yes, sir, he's on
4: his way. Who is it? A
3: man doing a podcast.
4: The fuck's that?
3: I don't know, but don't use that mouth around me, all right?
4: Yes, ma'am. Hello? This Anus. Rita says you're a podcast? Uh,
2: sort of. Yeah, I'm, I'm making one. About the store, actually.
4: Oh, so like a movie or something, just without the pictures? Exactly. So, when you come in to videotape us all?
2: I'm I'm not. You aren't
4: making the movie? Well,
2: it's not a movie. It's a podcast. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm recording you right now, if that's okay. You're
4: here filming? Where are you at?
2: No, I'm not. I'm just recording you through my phone during the call. It's just audio. Does that make sense? How's that work?
0: After yet another brief explanation on what it was I was doing, Ennis's thick exterior cracked away like the rust on his Ford pickup, and we were able to make progress.
4: That's, uh, A-N-N-I-S. Ennis. Like, ain't a nice place?
2: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so tell me about yourself. Um, what is it you do at PGA.
4: I'm in the register mostly. It's uh, my bread and butter, you could say.
2: How long have you been doing
0: that?
4: I went to Missouri State for about a year, but shit, wasn't my style. I started looking for work. I was broke. Didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. My grandpa died not too long after I left state. Started going through his old shit, figuring out what was junk, what wasn't. Ended up selling a lot to PGA. That's how I ended up here after a while.
2: Sounds like you've been here quite some time. You obviously know about the eye, then.
4: Oh, folks come all over to see that fucking eye. I mean, I don't get it. I think it's plum nasty, if you ask me, but I ain't running this joint. Rita told me
2: you were the one who realized it was missing. Uh, can you tell me exactly what happened?
4: Yeah, well, it seemed like a pretty normal day to me. I rolled in around 10.30. Sat by the register, checking people out, whatnot. A family came in from India. That was kind of cool. Don't get too many visitors from there. Got lunch around two. Had me a Popeye sandwich, some moon dew. Moon dew? Ha! Uh, mountain dew. That shit was good. And when I got back, I had some folks asking about the eye. We usually get two or three a week asking to see it or even touch it. We keep it in a glass case. all locked up because it's filthy expensive, apparently. Anywho, I checked in on it and it was gone. I swear I had just seen it, but guess I had been wrong. I told Rita and she called up Nardo. He started having a hissy fit. I wasn't even on the phone, but I could hear him. No, don't, don't dip shit from apple butter. It was wild for a Tuesday. Nardo? Or, uh, Leo. I like to call him Nardo. We all got nicknames and shit.
2: That's great. Uh, do you have one?
4: Piss Ant.
2: Uh beg your pardon?
4: You know, piss ant. Like something that ain't super useful. It just like sits there, smelling like piss. Oh. That's what everyone calls me. Gotcha. <laughs> it sounds mean and all, but trust me, they just joking. We're like a family here. Pissant is just a funny name, that's all.
3: I hate Pissant.
0: Cheyenne runs security for PGA. From what I could gather, her job description includes sitting on a chair by the door, yelling at customers who break things while sitting on a chair by the door, and gossiping about her least favorite coworkers while sitting on a chair by the door.
3: He smells horrible too. I don't mean to talk ill, but I'm not going to lie to you either. That's what happens when you camp in a trailer park. Smells like piss. That's the second reason why everyone calls him Piss Ant. Smells like piss and just sits there.
2: Uh, And what is it you do?
3: Well, I sit in a chair. Right by the door.
2: Now, were you working the Tuesday that the eye went missing?
3: I work every day with these crazy people. So, yes, I was there last Tuesday. There didn't seem to be anything too peculiar. The only thing that sticks out is that there's a Guatemalan family... Nice people. We're in southern Missouri, so stuff like that sticks out like a sore thumb. But aside from that, it was a normal day. Later that evening, Leo finally got back into town. There was a lot of yelling. Enos even threw some stuff because Leo was blaming him. It was a big fight.
2: Did you have to break it up?
3: That's not my job. These people are crazy.
2: What do you mean, crazy?
3: These people. The people of Purdy. They're crazy. And there's no other way to say it. I'm from Springfield, which is much better. We got meth and hookers to spare, but purdy people, they are a different breed. Well, there's always something going on with each of them. I mean, this store, for example. We've got Rita, the town slut. Enos, pissant, who either reeks of piss, bottle rockets, or moonshine. Norma B., who claims she's a saint, but we all know she isn't.
2: Wait, Uh, who who is Norma B.? Well,
3: that's Leo's wife. Norma B. Russet. But I like to think the B stands for bitch.
2: I had no idea Leo was married. Uh, He had never mentioned any of that. Uh, And so she helps run the store?
3: She's got keys to every door in here. Always trying to get her hands in everyone's business. Like I said, bitch. But Leo's just as bad. In different ways, I don't know how they make it work, but together they make a special kind of batshit. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, Cheyenne, uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Before I go... Do you think there's anything else I should know about the store or about Leo that no one has mentioned?
3: If no one's already told you about Dutch, then you're going to want to learn about that.
2: I've never heard that name.
3: Well, for good reason, too. Leo hates when people say it. I've seen him fire two people for just mentioning the man. In fact, I've said enough to get me fired two times over, but... Talking about Dutch, that might be something I shouldn't do.
2: Oh, okay. But... Uh, can you at least tell me how I could get a hold of him? I mean, who is he? Cheyenne?
3: Dutch was Leo's business partner. They owned PGA. Together.